This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. Hello, hi everyone. I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm live with the one and only Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary. Fantastic to have you here. Sorry we're late. <laughs> I know we're right. late. 100% my fault. I wasn't even going to apologize. I'm apologizing <laughs> because I know people are busy and I know a lot of people have been uh, excited about us getting together. So Absolutely. I want to apologize. I want Jay to feel no negative pain. <laughs> I mean, you sent the tweet going live in 10 minutes, 26 minutes ago. Yeah, no. That's 100% on me. So, <laughs> Thank uh, you. I appreciate no that. Worries. You're watching Follow the Reader where I get to interview amazing people behind the books that will change your life and mindset. Now, First of all, I just want to say I'm super pumped, super grateful, humbled, and honored to just do, be doing this with you, man. So Thank I'm you, really, man. really happy that you're here. Thank you. And in 2009, Gary released Crush It!, which went on to become an international bestseller. Today, he's launched Crushing It. If you haven't bought it yet, we're putting the link into the comments. So if you love what we're talking about, go and order it during this conversation. And I have some rules. If you like anything we say or Gary says, press the like button. If you love anything Gary says, press the love button, and most importantly, press that share button because I promise you there will be an insight in here that will blow your mind and everyone needs to hear it. So Gary, straight off the bat, for the yes. 0.01 person in your style yeah. who doesn't know who you are and what this book is about, tell us. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I was born in the Soviet Union, uh, came to the US when I was three, started uh, hustling very early on <laughs> in my life, lemonade stands, baseball cards, real merchant, schmata kind of kid. Uh, unlike a lot of kids that came from Russia and went to Brighton Beach and then mm. went on to go to good schools, I was a bad student. Entrepreneurship wasn't a word, wasn't cool by any stretch in the 80s and 90s when I was a student. And, um, and uh, I went on to have a really interesting business career. I, I launched one of the first e-commerce wine businesses in America, winelibrary.com in 1996. I was an early email marketer, 90% open rates when email was the first. 90%? 90%. That's when, ridiculous. Obnoxious. <laughs> That's Nobody was doing it. Nobody understood what wow. email. It was a crazy time. You're, you guys are, all you guys are youngsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like for all the OGs watching right now, we, we read every email. Like email was treated like mail. Yes, and you're like, yeah. oh, I gotta read this. 1996, 1997 was different. Uh, started running ads on Google AdWords the day they came out. Uh, the crescendo moment was Wine Library TV. YouTube came out. I'm like, I think this is something. Yeah. Um, uh, let me start a wine show, mm -hmm. right? It was just like this, wine <laughs> table. It was brilliant. And it exploded yeah. and Twitter came out. I was an early investor in Twitter and Tumblr and Uber and Facebook. That put me on the map in Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. I wrote. I wrote this little one. Yes. It's a, by the way, check this out. It's crazy. Like much smaller. Like you know, like like wrote this little one. Changed my whole life. Like people really, really messed with it. They were like, "Wow, this is different." Yeah. I was talking about YouTube and Twitter and like you can make money online. And people were like, "What?" I mean, it's just so crazy what's happened in nine I, years. I want to tell you how crazy it is because I, I was wait. watching. So no, let's keep that yeah. in because I was I I went back before this interview. I read the book, so I'm I'm speaking from a point of view of actually having read this. I've read this before and I went back and watched your interviews on Crush It! from 2009. And the amazing thing was there was this one interview you did at the Book Expo in, for, in America. I'm getting excited. For Borders Media. Yes, Borders. Yes, right? Borders Media. Yes. Gary's actually sitting there with someone. Right, Borders is out of business book. now. Yeah, exactly. Bookstore. That's yes. the point I'm trying to make. So yes. in the book you talk about what still matters yes. and what's changed. Tell yes. us a bit about those two. You know, I think what still matters is the, you know, right before we went live, 
the religion still matters. Mm-hmm. Like giving more value to the community than you ask for in return. Like doing creative, not overthinking the metrics. Mm-hmm. To your point, you said you were giving this talk. Everybody wants to know what time, how long. All these things that don't matter. What does still matter is can you make creative that's contextual to the platform? So for example, I watched you just very carefully now in the first opening minute. You set the tone mm-hmm. for liking and sharing and commenting. These are unique things that didn't exist. Yeah. Like this is not how we watched QVC. This is not how we watch. <laughs> it's not how we watch Netflix. Yeah. This is not what you would say if this was a YouTube show mm-hmm. or a snap. Mm-hmm. Understanding the context that your content's trying to fit in mm-hmm. is everything. Yes. Meaning we're all people understanding what clothes to wear, how to act, the cadence always matters. And I think what I did here was broken down to three things which is here's the religious, the mindset. The big one, honestly I wrote this for as much for you as for them. Meaning you're doing quite well for yourself. The thing that really struck me and why I was compelled to write it again Mm -hmm. was wait a minute, this is still just starting. As much as I was like this is coming and just starting, we're just still starting. I only started 18 months ago. Yeah that's... So that, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. I only started 18 months ago. If I look at the peers that I'm working with now, started 10 years, 8 years, 6 years, etc. If you've got talent and ridiculous eyes, anything's possible, right? And so... Give me more credit than that, come on. And and the opening line is, if you're talented and have ridiculous eyes, still think ridiculous eyes can work, (laughs) uh, I, I think that there's a lot that's possible. And then I went into the tactics of the platform. I got to talk about voice, Mm -hmm. which excites me because I think by the time I update it again one day, you know, hey Alexa. You're really talking about voice. I'm one of the the few. I'm definitely the loudest. Yeah, 100%. Alexa. Hey Alexa, buy me toothpaste. One moment. This is interesting, Facebook. The fact that, Alexa, buy this. I just bought toothpaste. It's done. Right? Replaced. To me, the fact that I just bought toothpaste in three minutes, I didn't go to Dwayne Reed, I didn't take out my phone and searched. Think about how much faster that was than me going to Alexa, uh, God, excuse me, to Amazon. That? Like, the texting and the stuff that we think is fast now yeah. is about to get slow because of voice. You know, like, hey Alexa, put on Gary V's show. Like, I don't, I've never done that before and I don't know what this is about to do. Hey Alexa, put on Gary Vee's show. It's not gonna work. But the fact that what I just did is going to work in the future, then we're gonna really, really get there. And so the speed in which Absolutely. like voice over typing is gonna be all time. Absolutely. It's amazing. So you talk about how every kid today wants to be a YouTuber. Yep. Including your daughter. 100%. And, and I love, you talk about that now. I, I always talk about how when I was growing up I had three options, either to be a doctor, a lawyer, or a failure. Like those were my three options because everyone in my community, society, that's what they looked mm-hmm. up to. So my big question here is, if there's a kid out there who's telling their parent, I want to be a YouTuber, that's like the new Hollywood. 100%. I want to be a new actor. I want 100%. to be a, the next actor. So how should they approach it? How should a parent approach it? Positively. Right. But they won't. Yeah. <laughs> because they're playing history and yeah. defense. Yes. Like they don't think it's real. And a lot of what I'm trying to accomplish with this book is remind parents how real this is. Like, you know, and they should be smart. They know that people are making money selling slime. Like the world's changed so much. Mm-hmm. 
and I wish parents would support their kids. The problem is too many parents have their own self-esteem wrapped up in their kids' accomplishment, mm-hmm. and it's a humongous mistake. It's really, really too bad. But the reality is, is like putting your kid in a position to succeed and being humble enough to put your kid in a position to succeed is everything, and most people are just not doing it. Absolutely, guys, it's great to have so many of you tuning in online right now. If you have just joined us, I'm speaking with Gary V about his I'm gonna new say book. hi to your community. Please do it, do it, do it, do it. He's gonna reply to your comments right now. So speaking to Gary V, crushing it. So if you haven't ordered it already, we put the links into the comments. You can go ahead and buy it right now. Like Gary, how do you, so you're doing this right now. You're yep. actually replying to people. Yes. How, how do you manage to do that? Because you do reply to DMs. You do manage your own Twitter. How are you managing to do that? Um, effort. Yeah? You know, effort. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm just taking time out of something else and I'm replying. Like, the fact that we have hundreds of people yeah. right now watching this is ludicrous. Absolutely. Like, what are we talking about here? Do you know how remarkable this is? Like, like, like 10 years, this is insane. Yeah. And we take it for granted. You know, for 600 people to, to, in the, you know, this is now, what time are we? 9.30 at night. Yeah. We're now in the evening time. This is when people allocate to the evening news, to ESPN, to their show, to mm-hmm. Netflix. The fact that we're so lucky to have people give a crap enough That's to right. watch us, I can't take that for granted. And my world has come completely flipped upside down. Mm-hmm. You know. Thank you, uh, Ask Gary Vee, my last book, 22 months ago, I struggled to get that book into the top 200 on Amazon. No this is number three. I saw firm. Did you beat the dog? Yes, I beat yeah. the dog. <laughs> so pumped. Eat a dog that. man and cat tell him kid. About, tell him about that. I put on a snap or Instagram last night. I was number five. There was a, there's a book called Dog Kid, <laughs> yeah, that cat, was dog, kid. dog Man, Cat Kid that's like killing it. Kudos to those guys. Are they, uh, are they one they're now? They're probably number four. <laughs> no, one is Fire and Fury, the right. Trump book. I have no problem. There will be no one in my future for uh, crushing it. Uh, that one's gonna stick there for a while. Nonetheless, um, I, I just can't take it for granted. I think, I think there's a level of do you forget where you come from that some people do and some people don't. My parenting and my DNA and my upbringing and my circumstance doesn't allow me to think that's cool. That makes me think like I'm a loser. Yes. And forgetting to thank somebody or liking a post or DMing somebody back or taking the moment to FaceTime somebody or sending back. I mean, sending back, I love this. I'm flying, I send back a snap. Yeah. Somebody sends a snap, hey, they lit. Yeah, it makes, it makes a huge difference in that person's life. And you talk about gratitude so much. And, and I know The Rock who wrote one of the great uh, testimonials for your book, he was talking about how you both share that philosophy in common. How is genuine, what's different about genuine gratitude versus people doing it because it's a technique? I think the truth plays itself out. Right. And I think when it's a technique, you can get a spike. Yeah. Your negativity and the wrong can win in the short term, but not in the long term. And I think, you know, to me, especially given my personality, even for your own community right now, mm-hmm. it might be too much, I'm hyper, I'm competitive, I, love it. I can razz. Like when this came out, I think there was a lot of cynicism. If you go read the reviews yeah. of this, there's a lot of like snake oil salesman, just a tactic, he doesn't really give a crap. It's harder when you've been putting in the work for nine years. The truth will over time win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what's gonna go in my favor. Absolutely, and, and, and you were saying that the other day, I think it was on Lewis's podcast about how people may look dislike you now, but in three years, it will actually resonate. Yeah, I mean, and, look, I, and how have you seen that in your own yeah, life? Yeah, I mean yeah. look, I curse on stage a lot. There's a lot of my content that's very alpha. Yeah. Um, I'm competitive. And so there's traits that I have in a micro that may not come across all that great. Sure. And, and instead of being mad at somebody who doesn't believe in my stuff, I'm empathetic. Yeah. Uh, I'm empathetic and that's how I will live and that's who I am and that's where I'm at. And 
That's the score. Absolutely. Don't worry, we had Russell Brand on the show. And, and he curses a hell a of lot. a lot. And, and even his book, one of the chapters is called, you know, What the... But. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, I asked him to read it out. But anyway, I was going to ask you about this. One of the amazing things about this book, you talk about how your voice is not the only one. Because you've got 30 stories in here from all these different yeah, people when this that. book came out. Yeah. Weren't making it. Was that cool? Did you, did you think that was an I interesting? I loved it. Of course. Because the biggest thing you're going to Was the Lewis story interesting to you? Yeah, of course. Did you know that story? A bit. A bit. Because I know Lewis a bit. Yes. But, but that's, so tell, tell me a story from the book that surprised you. Like a story that you were just like, oh my God, how the hell did that happen? Because you just didn't see it coming. Um, or, or any story No, no, no worries. I'm th- yeah. I'm, you know, it's funny. <laughs> if you could see where my mind was going on the hesitation. We yeah. got so many stories. Yeah. I actually will, I want to bring value to the Dude, audience. Yeah. Um, because you can go steal us on BitTorrent or rent it at a library. Like the information will be make, make its way out there. <laughs> Let me tell you something more important, my friends who are watching right now. Please, please understand. I'm gonna go fully into it with you right now. If you really love The Bachelor, the fact that you can start a Facebook Live show mm. and a podcast and an Instagram account around The Bachelor, around the culture of parties where people watch The Bachelor together and make $80,000 a year instead of making 97 in the company that you work in, that blows my face off. Mm -hmm. When you said what stood out, it wasn't just the 30 that made it in here, it was the other (laughs) 4,000 that made it to me and the other 10,000 a year that I get in my inbox of like, I used to be an accountant, I hated it. I used to work for my dad's liquor store. I used to work at uh, this accounting firm. And, uh, and by the way, a lot of immigrants mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. were told to be lawyers and doctors. Told, Absolutely. forced, yeah, right? Definitely, I don't uh, know. That's right. And so for me, it blew me away mm. how many stories were, I'm a dentist and I'm making, uh, like my firm, she was amazing in here, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a plumber. Uh, I used to be uh, a plumber and now I talk about 1980 Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons and I make $100,000 a year in AdSense. Yeah. That is nuts. I think I've been sending that video where you talk about that. To, uh, yeah, please go Yeah, I'm gonna keep engaging. Absolutely listen. everyone because I, I, love, I love how you're constantly bringing out that principle of, hey, if you're doing what you're passionate and you're making money, even if you're making 10K less than what you made slaving away for someone or some company that you don't love. Actually, let's do that with a thousand people here. Let's do it. Yeah. Would you make $10,000 a year less yeah. to do a job yeah, that you would like to do more than what you're doing. And more importantly, actually, because the answer is gonna be yes, because it's just the truth of humans. Here's a different one. Because this, I'm gonna go back into these comments on my flight to Houston tomorrow. Are you willing to make $10,000 a year less? And if so, what would your podcast and YouTube vlog and Facebook Live show and vlog and, and like Instagram account be about? So answer first, yes, I would like to make 10,000 less and I would do a show around strawberry shortcake or beehives or Yeezy sneakers. Like what would your show, what would your media company be about? Absolutely, I love that question. Gary's actually taking my phone over right now. I'm into it, (laughs) I love this stuff, that's what I love to do. (laughs) Me too, me too. No, no, I absolutely love it And, and that's why I love your energy because for me the book's super practical but it's, it's practical, but it's not tactical, right? It has tactics in it. 100%. It has tactics in it, and I'm not saying you're, you're, you no, are. No, no, yeah, no, no. There's, there's 13% tactics, yeah. there's 25% real high-level thinking, and then there's that middle practical, yes. which is really in there for guys and gals like you. Yeah. The tactical part's simple. My friends, 
Go to Google if you want to type in how do I start an Instagram account. Go to Google if you want to know how do I get my podcast on a lot of platforms. How to start a podcast. How to use hashtags on Instagram. There's so much free information. I feel like if I'm taking your $20, I want to give you something that's going to move you. And that's why I write the kind of books that I write and I think that's why I get the results that I get. When your first book came out, I was a monk, so I couldn't read it then. So I'm glad I got to read this one. And I'm seeing as it only too. started 18 months ago, I'm glad I, was, I was just like, you know, for me, this, this could just accelerate oh, everything. Oh, see, this is fucking, anyone. I'm oh, sorry, but Levi McCormick, yes, already working on a show about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Levi, <laughs> Levi, you're gonna kill it, because sci-fi and 80s yeah. culture and Dungeons and Dragons, you will kill that. Now, you may have to work your nine to five for five and a half years and put in the work from seven to two in the morning to build up to a base that gets you to make 10,000 less. Because don't forget we all start at zero. But the fact that you can do that is just nuts. It's huge. It's Absolutely fucking huge. huge. What's the weirdest thing you've seen? The, like the weirdest show or the, well, one of these? Slime, I think, yeah, has been, yeah, the yeah, make, yeah. I mean, there's people making millions on Instagram yeah, and YouTube. Millions. Millions of dollars a year on advertising because you sit and you take your hands and you pour glue <laughs> And contact lens solution, Absolutely. and like make slime, and then you sell it. Yeah. You're making a million on AdWords and like pre-roll ads, and then you're making another million on making unicorn glitter slime, limited edition, and you're selling out. At I mean, it's absurd. Yeah. Absolutely. Slime is the jam. <laughs> I've got a, this is a nice question. Josh says, Josh says, do you guys have a common goal but a different method? I mean, I don't know what your goal is. Yeah. My goal is to have all of you who are watching right now show up to my funeral. So I don't know Jay's goal, but like my goal is legacy. At this point, I made enough money when I was making $100,000 a year to kind of scratch my financial itch. I've gotten very greedy about my legacy. I'm trying to figure out how big can I be mm-hmm. and out of how much joy and happiness and optimism and offense and self-awareness can I put into the system? I'm obsessed with the idea. I have so many 15 to 25 year olds watching me right now. How cool is it if I made the alpha male trait about self-awareness and empathy mm-hmm. and gratitude? Like that's not yeah. sharp, that's not dude no, talk no, no. Yeah, of the yeah. 80s and 90s, but it is the magic. It is the magic, 100%. I love it, we are aligned. And this, I know you like this, Matt goes, I'm going to use Anchor to help a local church. I know you've been talking about Anchor. Yeah, I mean, Anchor, and people are always like, are you an investor? I'm like, no, I just think it's a good tool, and Anchor is a very lightweight. Anchor, the app, you can go download, and it's a very easy way for you to get started on on podcasting. You can go type, how do I start my podcast on Anchor into Google right now and learn. Like, I just love that we live in this world. I love that it's 9.30 at night, and some of you can start tonight. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because in the 80s, there was no internet. And like if you saw something on cable television, you had to go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like tonight, you can start your YouTube channel. Right now. And that's, and that's the opportunity, I remember. So I'll, I'll tell you a bit about this. Please. I, I don't talk about it too much. Please, I'm listening. When, 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 I was, when I was in my corporate job and realized that I, I did a lot, of, I ran social media innovation for a really large consulting firm. Yes. And when I wanted to leave, I was doing the stupid thing and trying to apply to places that were a quarter of my salary to get my break in the door. I got to a point where I exhausted all options but to start my own channel. Like that's what I was left with. I tried everything. And then I remembered the Thomas Edison quote of when you feel you've exhausted all options, remember this, you haven't. And, and it, was, you know, it was literally like I got to that point where the only thing I could do, but you're, you're actually saying forget that, just start there 
And if I could go back and give that advice, I'd probably say the same thing. Yeah, because you have to understand, you know, you, it's not about narcissism or being a charlatan, it's about leverage and deploying it against something. For example, I'm trying to build VaynerMedia, this marketing firm, on the back of like being a communications death star and if I, my brother has Crohn's and if I wanna try to cure Crohn's, I'll point it at that. And if I wanna sell a sneaker, then I'll point it at that. I don't mind my capitalistic or my altruistic ambitions because I'm not worried about somebody else's judgment. I know I'm a good dude, I know what my intent is and I'm gonna let the chips fall where they may. And, and to me, it just comes down to providing value at scale. Like even things like this, like you could, guys, you couldn't imagine how zero fucks I give about you actually buying my book. Like it would make me double happy if you supported your local library. I just want you to read it and hear it because I know it will help you. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you've got time and want to watch all my Instagram and all my YouTube and my Facebook, it's free. I think what these work for is consolidation and how, are you a great reader? Yeah, lovely. And so like how long yeah. did it take you to read it? Probably like, Weekend, like on a yeah, on, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it said, right? Yeah. And boom, weekend, yeah, that's it. I usually, yeah, I've, I've come up with a method that helps me read a book in two hours where I can grasp the essence in two hours and then I decide whether the book's worth reading. Yours was worth reading, so I read the rest. Interesting, yeah, because I have that thing that I think you waste so much time trying to get through books yeah, and then you lose motivation. Whereas if you figure out how to read it in one or two hours and then decide, do I want to read the whole thing? Interesting, yeah, so that's I can't read for crap. <laughs> I feel like I'd be diagnosed with like some weird dyslexia. Like I, have me- I don't even read my emails from my company. We have like three minute and one minute meetings because I can't consume information. Like I basically, I don't even have a computer because I don't need Excel or anything. Like this is it. And like most of it's like, like I send my whole company like one word emojis. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like I'm very, uh, I'm, very I don't nice. consume that way. I have to touch, yeah. but that's awesome. No, I love that. I want, to, I want to go into that deep. You're talking about the empathy, the gratitude piece. What I loved about this book, and we were speaking about it earlier, is that you really go in on the intention. You really talk about the reasons to become an influencer, the reasons to become an entrepreneur. And, and Gary really talks a lot about the entrepreneurs. You know, there's a lot of people, everyone has CEO in their title today. Yes. Everyone has entrepreneur in yes. their title today. Everybody's Instagram profile. Everyone's Instagram profile. So tell us a bit about those three intentions that you talk about as being the powerful ones. Commitment um, to service, providing value, and loving teaching. Yeah, I mean, let's go through them one by one, so go ahead. So the first one is commitment to service. I mean look, giving is leverage. Mm -hmm. Service is leverage, Like, like this stuff is basic, whether it's spiritual or religious or right or karma, like to me, all the good stuff that comes from me is I genuinely, like it's crazy to me that I genuinely, so for example, our relationship and our budding relationship, I think about it pretty basically. I want 49% of the energy. Yes. I want 49% of the results. I, if the Lord of relationships came down and had to give a judgment and sat here, they would, and they said, you're getting 51% of the value, you're getting 49. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Because to me, that's the perfect spot. Mm-hmm. I'm giving more than I take, which actually is the macro leverage, and I'm talented enough to get 49% and do something with it. Mm-hmm. I just think most people roll in and try to get 90% of the relationship <laughs> value. Yeah. The end. So to me, that's the service. Okay. And then the second one, which is all about this one, is a desire to provide value. Yeah, I mean, I'm obsessed. Like, I'm. You, I mean, one of the biggest reasons. Just so you guys know, the biggest reason I'm reading this right now mm-hmm. is I'm trying to get a sense of your community. Absolutely. And I'm trying to see if I can see anything. I see them talking about my dollar eighty strategy, yeah. which is leaving your two cents. You know, I'm just reading this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm. Li- and some people might be like, "Oh, that's rude," or "That's weird," or "What is he doing?" 
I'm trying to get context on like what are they enjoying, Mm -hmm. what are they interested in, what's going well, Mm -hmm. da 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 da. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's always just trying to understand the context of of the mentality of the audience to provide the most value you can. Is it motivation? Is it a tactic? Is it an angle? Is it disrupting the accepted behavior that I see a vulnerability in? There's a million things that it may be. Absolutely, I studied behavioral science. So for me, the social science of the internet is the most interesting because you're seeing everyone's human emotions yep. completely magnified. Yep. And so I love, I love the fact that you're reading, and I love, and I love the fact that you're showing people like, and, and well, we're breaking if, the if wall, you, right? If you know Gary, he'll always say, you know, if you're following me, you're watching, but then watch what I actually do, right? And it's like we're doing a live. We're, we're actually doing an interview right now, but he's more interested to—not more interested, but he's interested to see what you're saying. I'm trying and to I'm trying to feed trying off to of get it. Content. I'm obsessed that like okay, what how much more value could I bring yeah. in the next 10, 15, 20 minutes? Yeah. And 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 that's it, right? Like like again, and I need you to hear this and I think this will make so much sense to you. I can't take for granted one person's attention. Yeah, I, I think attention I, I think attention is the asset now. I agree. There's so much supply of stuff. And so when I look in here and I'm like, all right, Michael Martin Hummel, I'm like this dude's awesome, like, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Like, yeah. Austin Linney, I'm like, yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Like, Austin Linney saying, starting a podcast tonight, yeah. Yeah. that blows my face off. Absolutely. I step back and go, am I really living a life yeah. that I can motivate somebody to do something like that? And then, God forbid, Austin in four years is making <laughs> enough money to get a second vacation, to, to quit his job that he doesn't like, to pay off his student loans. Like this is leaving a legacy and I'm into it. I think it's a very special time. I love it, man. Absolutely love it. Now, I wanted to talk at the end, uh, a couple more questions. One of them was around how a lot of people are writing off Facebook. It's for older generations. Crazy. And and the one thing you said in there, I loved it because I I say it a lot or I talk about it a lot that Mark Zuckerberg is a genius. Yes. And I don't underestimate Mark Zuckerberg. And you say that in the book. And when I read that, I was just like, this is so true because for me, what he's been able to achieve and the way he thinks and his well, acquisitions. Well, it's interesting. You, you said your behavioral science. Yeah. I think in hindsight, if I was a good student, I would have been an incredible anthropologist, mm-hmm. behavior, like that's what I'm great at. Yeah. But that's what Zucks is great like, at. Yeah. I met him in 2009 yeah. and I was like, oh shit, this isn't a weird introverted technology <laughs> kid. He understands people. Yeah. He understands human behavior. Mm-hmm. He understands psychology. And so like, guys, he bought Instagram for a billion dollars 551 days in. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You didn't. <laughs> like, like, like I, uh, the, my favorite clip of me in mainstream media is yeah. I'm on CNN that night on Pierce Morgan's show, and he's like, I mean, you have to understand, most of America doesn't know what this is yet. It's not two years old. And I'm like, he's like, what do you say, Gary? And I'm like, they stole it. And he's like, what are you talking? It's a billion dollars. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, they stole it. And if you read <laughs> the comments on YouTube and on Twitter that night, I get completely clowned on. Mm-hmm. Gary's an idiot. He's just peddling Facebook. And yeah, man, I would I will yeah. not guys, Facebook is a beast. Fine. Is it the coolest thing to a 16-year-old? No. no. Good news, he owns Instagram. Yeah. Exactly. And what's like, like 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 right. And yeah, what's that? And, and like and honestly, we'll buy the next thing that owns attention. Absolutely. He bought TBH. Absolutely. It had a little spike for kids younger. Like he's not playing around. Another question. Yes. You talk about your obsessions in business, one of them speed. And then you go yes. on and talk about potentially two, or th- you know, two and three. Tell us about some of those obsessions. Speed, I is, love speed, speed is everything. Yeah. Like, like if you're not doing, you're not in the game. You can't read about doing push-ups. 
<laughs> I like using God, that analogy. It makes sense, yeah, right? Absolutely. Like that's the one that makes sense to people. Absolutely. Like it's why I love I love entrepreneur schools. Like I love Babson and other places and Mazel Tov, but guess what? You don't go to basketball school. Yeah. You play basketball to get better at basketball. Mm-hmm. Entrepreneurship's the same. I, it's great in theory. This book is amazing. Guys, this book is so right, you can't imagine. The amount of you that aren't gonna win because you don't have the stomach or the work ethic for it, yeah. you're not willing to work, but it's, it's 9.46. <laughs> I have two more meetings after this. I'm at the height of my game. I'm 42 years old. I've been going since 8 a.m. with you, like, and I do it every day. Like you don't have the work ethic or you don't have the stomach. Let me explain the stomach. Yeah. You don't have the ability for the person who tweeted today and said, Gary wrote another bullshit book. When is, when is the world gonna wake up? When you see that, even though you got 10,000 pieces of love, you get sad. You let somebody else's opinion, you let your mother's opinion mm-hmm. about not being a doctor or lawyer, you let your older brother's opinion of like you're not doing it the right way, you're not making mom and dad proud, you let some guy's account whose name is Pants44 who leaves on your Instagram, you're ugly, you let that dictate your life so you don't have the stomach mm. or the work ethic mm. even though this is all right, that's what I think about everything. Mm. Absolutely. The doing. The doing, I agree, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I actually watch it, I, I was speaking to one of your writers outside earlier, I was like literally, I watch Gary's stuff and, and I couldn't agree more. Like I'm, I'm watching it going, I'm so glad you're saying it as it is. <laughs> because, because someone needs to do that. Yeah, and, especially and somebody who has attention. Yeah, exactly. And, and the fact that you have attention and you're saying that rather than selling the dream, this, and you know, you've been hitting that angle for ages. You know, you work in 100 hour work weeks. But because it's 9.46, I'm gonna go straight to the quick fire round with Gary so yes. we can end this interview so that he has time for these other two meetings. So, Gary. Yes. Few questions. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? By the way, Troy Hamilton, there are no <laughs> shortcuts in business. Or definitely not in greatness. Of yeah. course I agree, brother. Nobody you know has ever made it without putting in an obnoxious amount of work. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody sees the finished products. You guys weren't around. Now everyone's like, Gary Vee is hot. Yeah. From 1998 to 2007, mm-hmm. I worked at a liquor store for 15 hours a day and had no social life. Mm-hmm. You didn't see that. Yeah. There was no documenting that. Anyway, I apologize. No, 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 I'm glad. So, no, but so usually great. I'm doing this, but it's, it's better with you doing it. Usually I'm the one reading comments out, so I'm Go glad ahead. you are. I'm glad you are. No, no, please. This no, is no, good. I'm listening okay. to you. Okay, cool. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Because Gary Vee has a lot of superpowers. I would love, <laughs> empathy is my superpower, by the way, because it makes me know everything that's happening at all times. Uh, like a superpower in the cliche way, I'd probably be into flying just because, or anything, like honestly, or like transport, like I just need to get to places faster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I love it, me too, teleportation. Like, like teleportation yeah. would be amazing, like if I could be like, Houston, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. Because there's a lot of downtime in town. Elon Musk was talking about those underground trains. Dude, you Elon Musk yeah. is so interesting, yeah, he's man. He's amazing, yeah. He really is. Absolutely, he's talking about underground trains that take you Dude, from London I trust to York Elon. in half an hour. Elon, please, man. <laughs> half an hour. Teleportation, not the half an hour train. Okay. What job would you be terrible at? Gary, do you feel like you contradict your own content? 100% Mohan. I think I pull from opposite directions. I think I don't give a shit about what anybody says and I take every comment to heart, right? I think that I'm macro slow, patient as shit, but I'm hyper fast in every second. Yeah, I I do think, I think my strength is my contradiction. Mm -hmm. I think I'm carrying opposing views every minute and I'm balancing and deploying based on the reality of the micro context of that situation. Absolutely, embracing polarities. I talk a lot about how 
when a new product launches, I want to know as much what Mark Zuckerberg thinks mm-hmm. as what the Dalai Lama thinks. I love it. Because the Dalai Lama stands for the empathy, the gratitude, that whole energy and humanity, and then you've got technology, and when you put those polarities together. You know, it's funny, I think Zucks is far more similar to the Dalai Lama. Agreed. I agree. actually think you'd have to go, so, but Elon. nonetheless. Maybe yeah, Elon. Someone. Maybe, you know, anyway, maybe, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get my point about yes. extreme, like yes. pushing against the Carl extremes. Carl Icahn. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah. Exactly. Okay, good. Go ahead. Uh, People who inspire you every day. The masses. Yeah, I love it. Man, I'm not really inspired by like Elon. None Mm -hmm. of those people ever got me off. The email from a woman saying, hey, I'm raising three kids. I have two jobs. And you know what? I'm going to try. This whole idea you have on getting stuff off of Craigslist for free and selling it on Facebook Marketplace for $15, I'm going to do that tonight. Like just a normal person who's got the chip stacked against them, who was dealt a four and eight offsuit, mm-hmm. and they're sitting there and saying, okay, I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah. That inspires me, man. Absolutely. It really, really, really does. This was a quick fire round, but I love the answers, so I'm not pushing. These Keep are, going. They're beautiful Keep answers. Going. No, Keep but going. it's straight to the heart. So the book I've gifted most people is, apart from one of your own. Uh, I, honestly, you're gonna love this. Talk about funniness. Yeah. Like, I don't gift books. I'm not, even, I, I'm not a big fan of books at all. Right. Yeah. I don't read books. I don't gift them. <laughs> I'm not even that big of a fan of them. And you're gonna be like, what the hell's going on here? Here's, what, here's what's going on. That's me. Yeah, absolutely. You, some, like, I, my man, if I could consume books and, like, what, like listening <laughs> to you, like, we just talked about teleportation and, like, flying. You reading books and getting them in two hours, I'm like, whoa. Like, I forgot about your eyes even. I'm like, that's, <laughs> like, I don't have that. So I don't get joy or understanding or knowledge out of books. I don't gift them. I get it out of doing. Mm-hmm. Like I much, reg- I like to go work for somebody yeah. for free. I, a cool person writing a book, I'd rather work for them for free for six oh, yeah, months than, than read their book. But I know a lot of you read books and learn from books and pass, I mean the amount of people already have seen it. Yeah. Highlighting and dog tags <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And that's great and that's why I do it, but it's not my strength. And you're gonna get a lot of applications coming in right now. Yeah, I mean, listen. Six weeks, six weeks shadowing Gary instead of reading. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. I mean, the books, listen, yeah, yeah, I believe in that stuff. The world would be a better place if if people had empathy, man. Nice. Oh, God, yeah. I, I'm sorry that's being brought up. But here's that's my thing. Great. I always think about the other person. Mm. I'll give you a good one. Let me give you an extreme version. Let's do it. One of the most fearful times in my life was 2002 mm-hmm. because I spent an enormous amount of time on Al Jazeera's website. Mm-hmm. It's 2002. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a very sensitive time. I lost real friends. Real stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and here I am at night. And even back then, I'm like, the government knows that I'm on these sites. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I hope people, I was going there out of empathy. I wanted to learn. I don't think anything's, like maybe because I was born in the Soviet Union mm-hmm. and then I came to America, which were the two polar opposite enemies. And like I could understand both sides. Um, not that I agreed, I mean, I agreed with America. Yeah. You know, but, but, um, Man, I wish everybody put themselves in the other person's shoes. Yeah, love it. I always do that. Mm-hmm. And it's such a strength. Yeah. And like, it'd be a lot easier, like kneeling during the flag. Mm-hmm. I get it. If your son died mm-hmm. in combat and you've decided to make this a military issue, you've got one point of view. Yeah. If you got beat up by the cops four times in six weeks, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you thought of it as a police protest, like, we lack empathy. And yeah. right now on political issues, forget about business, we're such on tilt yeah. 
that we're not we're unemotional. We're blind one way or the other. And I like I wish people were a little more. But thoughtful. I noticed that you you and I've noticed this in your content. What I've seen, you rarely talk the politics. You just push empathy. Right, I rarely see you. I don't talk about politics because yeah. I don't think. First of all, I don't. First of all, I'm not extremely educated. Let's start with the fact that I feel that I headline read. Social media. I'm telling you right now, I know so much more about social media than you. You don't even want to know how uncomfortable it is. Meaning, I have such detailed yeah. knowledge. First of all, I've been yeah. using it every day, 15 hours a day for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Second of all, VaynerMedia, the company we're at right now, we're spending 500 million dollars in Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that. That's data. Mm-hmm. Like I'm at scale. $500 million. The, yeah, yeah, our clients yeah, are running, yeah, yeah, like course, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at it. Yeah. So, so when I hear people talk about Instagram or Snapchat <laughs> or Facebook and they're supposed to be social media experts and yeah. all of you, and I'm seeing the names, yeah. are following them, I'm like, that's a clown. They don't know what, to, I don't want to do that about healthcare or immigration yeah. or poli- like, got it? That's yeah, number one. Number two, I don't agree blindly with anything. I'll give you a great example. Socially, I'm extremely democratic and I'm not gonna say the cliche financially I'm Republican. I'll give you one nuance. I came from the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest teacher union fan. Like, I know that makes me unpopular with all my liberal friends. It's not for me. I'm willing to be nuanced. People aren't, and that's a problem. Last set of questions. Yes. You've given us so much time, guys. Like, massive, massive Dimitri, respect. audio book coming out in the <laughs> summer. There we go. Okay, advice to your younger self, if any. I'll, I'll give you a good one, actually. I've thought about this one. Do it. I would look at 15-year-old Gary, and I would say, you got it. Nice. I would reinforce the intuition yes. so that any of the anxiety and stress of like, am I right? Why am I willing to be so weird? It would have been cool to be like, you got this? Because it might have made me a, even a hair more calm. Yeah. And I was pretty fucking calm. I thought I was right. <laughs> but like, I was still, like, you know, you couldn't help being yeah. in the vortex. But that's what I love about you because your intuition and insight together. Yeah, I'm because intuition first. Yeah, and the, Lack yeah. of fear yes. if I fail yes. and then calibrate. That's and that's that. why I'm strong. But that's what I love. Because so many people today, it's data, data, data. And you are data, you have insight. You, you do talk about insight, data, of course. Da- the problem with data is data's post-game. Yes, absolutely. If you don't have the filter mm-hmm. to understand culture and, and the pulse, you can't do anything progressive. Best advice you've ever received? <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, the best advice, actually, I was gonna go in a different direction, but yeah. this is actually true. The best advice I ever gave was my dad looked at me one day and said, he said, your word is your word, is bond is bond. And it really made me more truthful. I was so gifted in gab that in my teenage years, I would sell on bullshit. <laughs> on baseball cards, in the liquor store, I was so gifted and I could manipulate. And, uh, and my dad hates embellishment, let alone lying, mm-hmm. and he sucked it out of me. And now I'm charismatic and honorable and that makes me really unstoppable. <laughs> Completely. Worst advice you've ever received? Most of it. Most of it. Yeah. Most of it. Most of the advice I was given were, were things that were given to me by A students, mm-hmm. which was too literal for a very complex world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people told me, yeah, you yeah, can't, people would always tell me things like, well, you can't do retail, wine library, I built one of the biggest wine stores in America. Somebody told me, you can't give price, service, and selection. You've got to pick two out of three. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting there perplexed, and it's one of the geniuses of the industry, and I was like, I think I'm gonna give them all three. Like <laughs> if I give you all three and nobody else is, I'm gonna win and that's yeah, what I did. did we had the best price, we had the best selection, we have the best service and I made less margin but I picked up market share and guess what? 10% of, of 60 million is better than 20% of 5 million. Absolutely. Last two questions. Yes. Worst advice you've ever given? I'm sorry? Worst advice you've ever given? The worst advice I've you've ever, ever given. You've ever given yeah. to someone, yeah. 
When you look back on it, you think, you know what? I didn't know enough then or whatever. I probably in my 20s and 30s, 20s, in my 20s, I assume and I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I'll, you want to hear something insane? For most of my life, probably the first 15 years of my life, I didn't give any advice. Which is weird because I'm like spitting advice all the time now. Amazing. I just didn't. Because yeah. I didn't think I have the audacity to. I think that um, if I did give advice, it would have been more counseling than advice. Mm-hmm. And I probably, if I gave bad advice, it was me not understanding that I was unique and I was trying to give my advice that worked for me. I think what I've gotten really good at is learning the person and giving them advice based on them mm-hmm. and making it contextual. And that's why I'm very careful to speak. I speak in absolutes, but I always try to be contradiction yes. to myself, back yeah. to Mohan's question yeah. of like, but that's me. Yes. Self-awareness, bro. Yeah. Fucking self-awareness. You want to talk about the other superpower? <laughs> yeah. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. 100%. Self-awareness, my friends. 100%. I, that's probably my favorite thing you talk about. Out of everything you've ever gone about in all the videos, everything I've seen, self-awareness. Final, final question. Best advice you've ever given? Self-awareness. That's it. That's it. There we go. Look, best I, advice you've ever given. The best advice I'm giving, I think, is patience. Love it. Life is a marathon mm-hmm. and most of you are running it like a sprint. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The only vulnerability to my, my advice is terminal illness and if once you're diagnosed, because death and you're gone, you don't know. Terminal illness and you have a year to live and you're like, fuck, I've been listening to Gary and fucking holding off all this stuff. Well then you flip it and you just go on complete tilt for three, six, nine, 12 months yeah. and you live like a maniac but like you can't control that unless you're dying prematurely, patience and marathon is always the right strategy. Absolutely. Massive respect to Gary, guys. He was actually responding to your comments, so I didn't do it today. How incredible. That's the first guest that's ever done that. Is that Usually true? Usually I'm looking through things and I'm going, oh, thanks, man. Thanks for saying that. Thanks. Like, that's my response. You're the first person who's ever taken the phone away and actually done that. So I just want to say thank you, Gary. You have a great community, brother. They're amazing. You know, They're funny. so engaged. They're so engaged. I mean, like, for, I'm so for fortunate. Julie to say, like, this is the yeah. best 40 minutes of my week, yeah. like, like that's yeah. just like absolutely. I, I'd say that the community I have is super engaged. They're super there, and they take things seriously. Like that's they cool. want to move. They, they no, it's interesting. Around. I uh, I reached out to you just so everybody knows because a lot of people were like, "Yo, you've got to seriously check out Jay's Facebook Live because that community really buys books." And it was interesting to me. For me, look, six fifty. Like I'm not I'm not really gonna sweat. I'm not gonna sweat the numbers. What I was interested in is just like, I'm so obsessed with depth Mm -hmm. over width. Mm -hmm. And obviously we're getting close and talking about a lot of different things. So this was really fun for me. I really appreciate your time and your community. And by the way, it's not big thing. The state of the union's going on right now. There's like, people are living their lives. Like, like I'm just so grateful for your time. Thank you, man. Grateful for yours, man. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. Love it, guys. See ya. Share it. No, that's it. Share it, man. Share Share it. it. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Guys, thanks so much for listening to the audio experience. It would mean the world, and I mean the world, if you could go and leave a rating on iTunes. Your word of mouth is my oxygen.